Hello and welcome. <laughs> You're watching Sipping Off the Cuff, a tequila aficionado media on all of our platforms. I am Mike Morales, beside himself uh, in San Antonio, and that gentleman is... Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio, also beside myself. Uh, Jim and I, I can't even say that we've been dissecting and, and, and flavor profiling and... We have just had a spiritual experience with this line called Cuenta Cuentos, storytelling. And, and, and this, this company is called RealMezcal.com. They are the importers of this brand. And um, wow, man, this is, I'm just going to start off. serious stuff. Serious stuff. I'm just going to start off by saying if you're a mezcaleria, if you're a mezcal, File if you're if you're a uh, even a tequileria that's beginning to experiment with with more mezcals and you don't want the run of the mill stuff you're looking for something artisanal or ancestral this is the line for you and and if you're you're of any repute if you're not offering this on your menu you better because then you I'm, are not of repute anymore. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are then a den of ill repute. Or you've been kicked off the list. <laughs> you're, you're kicked off the island. Okay, so um, tonight we are going to be trying the mezcal ancestral, and, and this is from. Uh, let me get some of the particulars because uh, the cell sheets have great information. This is the agave uh, americana variedad Oaxacensis. Oaxacensis. I hope I'm pronouncing Wakensis. that correctly. And, and this is also known as coyote, coyote. These suckers take 18 to 20 years to mature, okay? Oh. Uh, coyote is found only in, in cultivation and not known to occur in the wild. So, so this, is, this is being cultivated. Yeah. Um, and the master distiller is Angel Cruz. And this is done in the, in the ancestral way. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, we just broke the seals open on on these, um, and we're we're just gonna we're just follow us, folks, because this has been a spiritual experience for both of us. I have used the Stasol Jarritos all night long tonight. I'm I'm using my my tequila Jarrito um, because I'm all out of the short ones for mezcal, but I, I experiment with both. And I, and I am out of my Jarritos, but we've been talking about these as, with the flavor profiles, as being aperitif, uh, being very good pairing with cuisines, and even like the European style of, of having the aperitif before a meal. So I'm going with my old, traditional French tasting oh, glass. Oh, cool. Okay. The That's one that I did my first... Uh, you did your first, first one with so you, yeah, Jim. Actually, going back to our roots. There we go. Jim was when he auditioned. He actually auditioned with a mezcal, which impressed the hell out of me because, you know, uh, it it's it takes a lot to to be, um, you know, to to consider yourself comfortable dissecting uh, a mezcal, especially now that there are so many different varieties uh, that are being discovered. Um, and as, as far as, as spirits and beverages, uh, and, and they're, they're becoming tougher and tougher to, to find uh, in the ancestral and, and artisanal way. And, and the, the company that, that uh, curates these and imports them is called realmescal.com. A uh, gentleman who owns it, who spearheads his name is Reed Spear. And um, I knew ahead of time, I knew 
months before that, that this was going to be, uh, that he was coming out with this line. And I said, please keep us in mind when, when you're ready to import and start bringing it in. Wow. And, and I got to tell you, these had just knocked our socks off, man. We, we, we are running out of things to say. Uh, first of all, man, I love the legs and tears on this one. Yeah. This is at. Uh, I'll 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 just read you some of the some of the highlights off the cereal box here. <laughs> um, 40, 45.6 ABV, uh, 100% coyote. Uh, coyote. Uh, let's see, is transported by hand. The uh, this is also canoa y maso de madera. So so this is this is hand smushed with a mallet. Um, it is uh, natural natural fermentation eight to nine days. Uh, the water is uh, manantial sagrado, which I think is spring water. This is also distilled uh, in olla de barro. It is it is clay pot distilled. So um, wow, I mean, we we raved about the espadín, the first one of this series that we did was Espadín in, in, in uh, uh, no, actually the second one, the, uh, the uh, Karwinski was done in, in, which one was done in a, in a, in a uh, barro? One of these was Clay The Karwinski, the Karwinski was. Okay, so, so the more exotic one, uh, the, the, anything other than, uh, uh, than the Espadín, were were done uh, two of these were done with uh, with a clay pot and and I loved how the Karwinski was so balanced and rounded by the you could taste the the, the clay pot distillation wait yeah. wait the espadine was the clay pot oil de bar on the espadine and oil de bar on this one and it just so happens it's the same as Calero. Well, there you go. And the well, process was the same too. I think. Uh, yeah, I think, it's very uh, close. Yeah, I think it's macerated as well. Yeah. Oh wow. <sighs> mm. More green there, notes on this one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Green herbs and and that that wet cement again is coming through. That that minerality. That's what that's what I'm getting. Minerality, whereas the other ones had a little bit more menthol. Menthol's still there. The 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 mint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the minerality is over the mint a little on this one. I have to say that the clay pot distillation, um, now that I've had a couple of these that, that are done that way, really adds a, just another layer of complexity. Yeah, it does. Yes, and, it does. And and it's interesting that you're not, you, you either get, I have yet to have one that's clay pot and, and, and um, macerated with a talona, which is maybe too much stone. Uh, so you, you get yeah. one or the other maybe, but I, I could be yeah. wrong. I haven't maybe. had, you know, I, I'm sure there's somebody out there doing that, doing it that way and, and 
gets rid of So you're saying the clay pot and the stone is too much minerality. You got to have one or the other. Right. But, you know, it again, it's it's everybody's got a different recipe. Every hand of the maker has a different style. And and Angel Cruz uh did he was the one that did the uh uh Angel Cruz uh has one uh that we haven't tasted. Uh it was not sent to us. There are six different varietals. We got four of the six. And two of these are Espadin. Uh, Angel Cruz's Espadin was not sent to us, but his Coyote was. So this is how, this is what we have here. The minerality is definitely there. It, it's, it's, it's on top. But again, not an aroma that, that has any one thing that really kills you. No, and it, you know what else I'm getting? I'm getting some, some of that anise. I, mm-hmm. I'm getting more anise on this one. Yep. And again, I'm using, I'm using the, the tequila jarrito for, for this one because I'm, I'm just all out of jarritos right now. Yeah, I think if I, if I ran out of vessels, I'd just pour it in a... I, I've got in, in a suitcase of, of tasting vessels, I have, you know... Um, uh, 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 jicaras. Uh, I've got gourds, you know, that I could probably just pour it in a gourd and have it, you know, but... Yeah, why not? Um, well, you know, we're trying to pull out what we what we can discern on the nose right now. But yeah, I'm definitely at the bottom. You know what's funny is that every one of these, I go to the very bottom, I'm not getting any alcohol at all. No, no. And the smoke has been completely secondary in this line. Yes. And they're different makers too, so so it's not like it's right up in front. They're there's it's like they're taking a second a secondary, they're taking a back seat. Yeah. To to the to the plant itself. So they're bring the smoke is uh, is presenting the plants as opposed to the other way around. It's not clouding the plant or trying to hide anything. And at the very bottom, I, I'm getting, I'm getting much more pronounced anise. Yeah, this is coming through with uh, a lot more of the anise flavor, and but in a way that's it's like um, sweet anise, not uh, not so much towards the licorice side that most people get. This is a little bit more to the sweet anise, where yeah. it's uh, Easter bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a good one, Easter bread. <laughs> Well, you mentioned goulash the last time. I'm just throwing out all the traditional yeah, stuff yeah. to eat up, up here in the frozen north. <laughs> oh, okay. We got. I got it. I got it. Let's try it. Wow. Oh, wow. This was like a burst of flavor, man. Yeah. But but not this not, is much more intense than the others. Yes. Yeah, it's a there's, there's hardly any alcohol in in the nose, but there was plenty of it on the intake. Right. So so it's it's rather aggressive. Don't don't be surprised it catches you off guard like that. The other and you know it's funny and this is being uh, being that it that it's a. Uh, uh, distilled uh, in 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 uh, clay pots. I'm surprised that it's 
got that punch to it. It may have to do with the fact that it's 45.6 ABV. Right. And but honestly, that alcohol kind of brings through that that anise menthol sweetness with the with just a little background of the wood on it. Yeah, this is this is really something. It's a uh, very different from the other three. There, there's it is. Some, yeah, I, I, it's hard to it's hard to figure out. I don't know if it's the plant. I don't know if it's um, if it's the type of distillation, the ABV. Uh, you know, the 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 fact that the plant is is not wild harvested. You know, it could be a combination of all these things that are. This is really different from the other three. Why, well, and I, I would imagine spending what 20 18 to 20 years in the ground the terroir gets yeah a lot more influence on this than usual well the 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 information on the back of the label says that uh it is it is um uh let's see it, it is um uh the tierra is montañas de mediana altura so it's mid mountain range tierras con poco humedad so so they they are not getting as much rainfall. It's it's uh, the the land, the ground is not as humid. So you're right. With so the intensity of the terroir is coming through coming a lot through. more. Yeah, and and I think and I think that was the that was the 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 what he was going for. What Angel Cruz was going for when he <clears> amped <throat> up the ABV as well. He really wanted he really wanted the terroir and the age of the plant to really come through. And, it, it certainly does. Yeah, it does. It does on the intake, not so much on the aroma, though. I, I, I'm very impressed. This was a, um, uh, the balance on this one was a, a little bit different, but I think he was going for something different because of the type of plant that it was. And, and I, I think, I think too that the, you know the where we talked about the smoke on the other ones, and as you said, the smoke presenting the flavor, the smoke presents the flavor on this but it stays on stage with them it doesn't leave it's it's still yeah. very much there it's hollow and notes, I think, not just yeah. hall. <laughs> right exactly and i think it gives it the the kind of that first intensity that we got is everything coming at once whereas it, it was very subtle before this is everything right up front yep here's the flavor and then at the back on the mouth uh, the, the 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 finish here that's where it kind of just mellows out into this nice sweet anise-laced smokiness that's that's very very nice this yeah. is complex though yes yeah yeah this it's it's not going to be the uh easiest of the four of these to drink for no, some people no for some people that it, it it might it might be confusing you know because it is much more aggressive uh, right but on the intake and and you're right the smoke doesn't leave the smoke is there so it so it's it's a dual uh it is it really is a duet you know, it's it's like Willie Nelson sings with you know whoever he wants to sing with or or whatever. You know, it's a it's Frank Sinatra singing with everybody. You know what I mean? And that was and, a good album. It was. <laughs> that was a great album. Yeah. So. You know, or Tony Bennett for that matter. Yeah, there was another one that, that did wonderful duets with everybody. So uh, this is a duet. If I had to break it down into in, in the musical notes for those of you who are musically inclined, like like Jim is, um, this is a a wonderful duet, man. It really is. Yeah. I, I think 
I think this is the only way you can do this and and really show off the the, the terroir that comes with being in the ground for 20 years. But but it it gives it it lends it that intensity that that is going to be not off-putting for me. It might be off-putting for somebody to get that kind of intensity up front in the flavor. But if you give it a second, it it really does start to develop into you get all the components that come together and it's kind of like It'll grow on you. It really, really will. But yeah. You have to understand, this is a different plant. It's not unlike, it's very much unlike the other plants. We, you know, a lot of us have had Tepestate. A lot of us have had Couchés. Most all of us have had an Espadine of some sort or other. But this Coyote is really different. And and it has to be treated a certain way. So so it's like, in, you know, it's, it's, your, it's like cheeses from Wisconsin. But you're going to... There's certain cheeses you just know, you know, like a true Parmesan cheese or, you know, uh, cheese from different countries. They're, they're just the, you know, maybe this would be a great pairing with cheeses. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you hit it on the head with the previous one that we did that, that, that was uh, distilled by Alejandrina. But this one, this was really something, and I, and I don't think it's food parable so much as as this is one this is one you got to really stick with yeah and i think whereas we described the last ones as being in the aperitif category and being that kind of nice somewhat somewhat herbaceous maybe just a touch of the little little bitterness that whets your appetite this is now transitioning into the it's supposed to be a little bit different it's supposed to have a little bit more intensity of it whereas you get those real bitter liqueurs that come from europe that are a a finisher or 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 a a um in between course kind of uh drink to to get that so, appetite so this is back the going DJ Steve. this is this is the nightcap the dj steve this, the after dinner drink is and this this is this has gotten more of the and i don't want to call it medicinal herb but this is transitioning into something with a little bit more intensity of flavor that doesn't fall victim to the subtleness of, oh, well, you know, it tasted like that for a second. It hangs on. It hangs on. So this is, I would definitely treat this like a, uh, like an after-dinner beverage. Wow, but, man. But good. Just, just you know, a, across the board, Brand of Promise nominee, we loved this line. We've been talking. We've been just singing its praises because there's there's so much more we could go into. We just we just don't have the time. Um, if you can find this, it's called Cuenta Cuentos, also known as Storytelling. Uh, the name of the company that imports this and is uh, realmescal.com. I'm telling you, you must find these bottles. It it is it is right up there. With some of the ones that we really have been, you know, with Del McGay and all those that are at that top shelf, this this one belongs right here. And it's got a great story. It's it's all about how Old Man Possum stole uh, tobacco dance and and the and the, the secrets of of, um, uh, of mezcal and fire from the demons. It's a great story. You, you you really really need to get get online, find these guys. And, and you'll get so much more information. But we're, we're so proud to have had these. 
uh, for sipping off the cup, we're really the first ones to 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 be lucky enough to um, do reviews on these. Wow, it's amazing, amazing stuff. That's our take. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That young man out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. Please, please follow us on all of our social media. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. But whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. I'm Mike Morales. I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media. And I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one, if you'd like us to review your Agave Spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email, mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, if your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the Tequila PR side of things. Just email me, mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a Brand of Promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us or to go with us on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email, tours at tequilaaficionado.com, and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.